This audio program may contain descriptions of violence and topics that may not be suitable for everyone. Please listen with caution. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly. <laughs> okay. Be like your sister. Just yes. rub your cooch on the on, on the, the carpet on the in mat. silence. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we ready? Yeah, I guess so. I'm Austin. I'm Reffy. This is Helen High Horror. And Ooh. today we're talking about the movie that fucked us up for life. Ooh, it fucked me up. <laughs> so bad. A horror movie that scared us shitless, yeah. basically. Reppy, you want to talk about yours first to start off with? Uh, yeah, I mean, or do you have anything any... new to talk about? I mean, nothing's really happened to me. No, uh, my life is nothing. Reppy goes on lots of dates. So I go. I do go. On, I did go hiking. I have to say, <laughs> don't be me. I met a guy at a coffee shop. We both got a cup of coffee. Probably knew him for fifteen minutes before he said, "We should go see a waterfall." And this is where you probably should be like. Well, that seems weird. Or at least drive your own car there. I went into his car. He drove me somewhere. And then we hiked in the woods for about a mile. We did see a waterfall. But he could have easily very much killed me. Oh, yeah. You're, you're lucky that I'm that lucky wasn't that his He was wolf. Russian, too. So <gasps> Can't trust him. He was in the Russian army or something like what? that. What? He, Wait, he, does he have like a Russian accent? No. He was born in Russia. He moved over when he was like eight or something. He doesn't have a Russian accent, but they speak Russian at home, and a, he's a Russian citizen. And apparently, when you turn eighteen, it's mandatory for you to join the oh, Russian like military. Israel. Yeah, so he had to—he was deported to Russia so that he could do the military for three years. What? Yeah, and they he was deported like, him yeah. to do that. He was like, it was fucking awful, and I was like, I'm sure it was I could terrible. See the hauntedness in his face, and yeah. I was like, this, if he's gonna kill me at any moment, it's gonna be right now. <laughs> When he's like having flashbacks, but he didn't, oh, so he could have easily just good. thrown me off a fucking cliff. Cause I want to know like what happens if you're in that same situation, only like you don't speak Russian. Like, what if your family just like completely Americanized and was like, oh well, like we're not going to teach our kids Russian, and then you have to go to the military. I guess you have to fucking learn real quick. really quickly. Well, I'm. I mean, most places aren't like here, though. I feel like most people can speak English. Like, oh also. yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're like, let's teach this popular language to our children. Mm-hmm. Um, as where we are just like, fuck, America's great. You don't need to know another language. <laughs> this is awesome. Not even Spanish. Not even Spanish. You know, hola. Yeah, so, we know hola. Yeah. Donde el baño? Where's the bathroom? <laughs> um, biblioteca. Biblioteca. <laughs> I feel like. Izquierdo, which I believe is to the left. Is it? Yeah. I have no idea. And I know. Derecha, like, which derecha. is to the right, I, I believe. I know, like, verde. Mm-hmm. Um, I failed Spanish, so I, mean, I passed pretty well. I got A's, but I don't Good. know. I don't really any. I know. Que es esto? Which is what is that? I say that. Well, to that's the, helpful if you don't know. I say, I say that to the preschoolers quite a bit. Really? Que es esto? Because you tried to speak English and Spanish. Yeah, because so that's kind of why I know most of my Spanish actually, because it's just but that's good, things that children yeah, would know. Children, yeah, where no. they like you know. 
rub things on me and I'm like, que es esto? <laughs> Just what is happening? Why? <laughs> Poor K. Um, poor K. <laughs> you fucking dicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today I said um, this girl was wearing a green shirt with apples on it, and oh. then the bottom she was wearing was like blue with vines. So I was like, oh, it's kind of like you're an apple tree. And she said, hmm, kind of. And then she rubbed my face for a good minute. Why? Why? And I was like, why are you rubbing my face? And she goes, because I'm an apple tree. That's so fucking weird. Oh and then she God. proceeded to ask everyone if they wanted to eat her apples off of her. And I was like, oh. I shouldn't have said anything. No. I shouldn't have said anything to her. Oh She's my so gosh. weird. She's so weird. So oh. weird. Uh, well, I spent the last five days with my extended family and my cousin. Bless. Seven-year-old cousin. Yeah. And he, like, he once he, like, holds on to a concept he like doesn't let it go yeah, like yeah. for days and days and days so i was doing my makeup and he was watching me and he wanted to help me um and <laughs> the instagram i know he's he wanted to blend <laughs> what a cutie. um and he was always like when are you doing your wings I'm like, i have a few steps before i do my wings and he's like okay it's like, and then you do your fake eyelashes. I'm like, no, I do my eyebrows then. But like, mm-hmm. so he was like, like certain things. But he was like, so he, he like me and my uncle were talking about my ring and all that stuff. And he was like, when are you getting married? And I'm like, not for like two or three years. And he was like, will I be there? I'm like, yeah, you'll be there. And he's like, dead. he's like, well, I have to wear a tuxedo. I'm like, probably. And he's like, can I choose what shoes I wear? I'm like, sure. And then we were going hiking, and he had on his hiking shoes, and he goes, he turns to me, and this is two days later. He's like, can I wear these shoes to your wedding? And I'm like, well, first of all, you're not going to fit in them. Yeah. Um, and second of all, they're hiking shoes, so, so no. Because no. <laughs> we ain't hiking at my wedding. No, Fuck this that. is not a hiking wedding. No. Good lord. Yeah, they just—they just say such weird things. They're just weird. It's just like their connection and their brain still aren't all together, so yeah. it takes a while, and then it's like connected to different. I don't know. They're just fucking odd, yeah. really, for real. Well, and my cousin—he has like his his parents are very strict, so he there's this thing where like if he eats a banana. You, you've heard about yes, this, right? Yes. If he eats a banana, he has to eat a prune as well. Because one banana is going to block you block up him so all much up. that you need, he a, needs a, prune. a prune. I want to know if he eats a prune, does he have to eat a banana? Like, does it go both ways? But yeah. it's like just weird stuff like that. Like, he's not allowed to really show any kind of excitement. Like, the moment he gets, like, a little bit excited or, like, a little loud, he just gets completely shut down. <gasps> so, I think... Well, like, that's how serial killers are Exactly. Mean. I so. think he may... He needs a little... Like, I, if I were his parent, I'd be like, okay, like, we're going to have designated bonkers times. So, like, if you say to me, I need bonkers times, we're going to go outside and you're going to jump and scream and yell until you can be calm again. You know? Yeah. I yeah, mean, also, like that. also, it's a child, so. I know, that they're going to be just, crazy. They're just going to be yeah. crazy. I mean, if it was, like, like, in a place where they really just couldn't. Yeah. Like, like in a restaurant, and they can't be bonkers, I'd be like, okay, like, we'll go outside, yeah. we'll get through it, 
and then you're gonna sit the rest of this dinner like yeah know, most chill. parents just don't want to go outside they're like shut up right now yeah. and it's like that's not helping yeah I know he he like said something like he asked something in like kind of a silly way and it was a little loud and his mom was like okay five minutes and I'm like oh like he was a little loud like yeah he's a child he's for a one he doesn't know yeah appropriate and whatever uh, but I we're going go back to this. last week's topic <laughs> yeah, I can't I yeah. can't get into children no we can't because we'll be talking forever. forever yes um so but we're doing. Movies. Yes. So now, I went first last week. Should I so keep should going I, first, or should, should we this switch? switch your thing? We could switch if you want. I, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I don't know what. Yeah, we could switch. Okay, we could try it. And yeah. then if you don't like it, we could just go back. So I'll go first then. So the movie that fucked me up <laughs> is The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yikes. It was released in 2005, and it has a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. So 2005, let's see. That's two years after the movie I okay. picked. Okay, so this was a good time. Early 2000s was a good, was time, a good time for, for really scary. Yeah. So for those of you who have not seen the film, this what are you 45% doing? <laughs> film. So good. Um, was that, now that's Rotten Tomatoes, is that audience? Or is that... Um, it, the audience is 46%, so it's not much of a difference. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so, the basic plot is, um, it, ha- it centers around this trial, um, and this priest, Father Moore, he's, um, being tried for the negligent death of Emily Rose, mm-hmm. who's played by Jennifer Carpenter, who I think is really weird looking. You know, she was in Dexter. She plays oh, Dexter's sister. Right. I think she's very weird looking. She's a bit on. She her face is, is long. It's just she's long. a very long face. Like she's pretty, but she's just it's just everything's yeah. dragged. Out. She's a lot prettier in Dexter than she is mm-hmm. in this. I don't know why. I don't know if she had work done, but um, she's very. Also, she's just younger. Maybe she got better with age. Yeah, it's like could a fine be. Line. It's just very blocky. Like her face is like a rectangle, almost. Mm-hmm. She's very large eyes. She does. They are um. So. So he's being tried, Father Moore is being tried for the death of Emily Rose. She died um, after Moore performed an exorcism on her to repel a supposed demon. Um, And during the trial, evidence of Rose's possession comes to light. Um, And then there's, and there's this whole like discussion in the courtroom about, you know, was she actually possessed? Did she have a medical condition? And if she did, then it would be negligence obviously because she didn't take her medicine because she was being exercised and all this um so i just put down why it freaked me the fuck out (laughs) (laughs) um so during the movie so it goes back and forth between the trial and the events leading up to her death um and she, like, looks at people. She's walking around the campus. She's away at college in her dorm room. She doesn't have a roommate, which is awesome, yeah. but it's not true. Yeah. Um, and so she sees people. She's, like, walking, or she's, like, in class. And she sees people's faces, like, turn into demon faces. And it's really unsettling and disturbing. And, like, they're all black and, like, bleedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just bad. 2005 graphics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best. Um, and something that really just ugh, rubbed me the wrong way is 
She does one of those things where, like, her bones... Ooh, they all, yeah, like, kind of break like, and she crack. She contorts, and, like, and her, there's the bone cracking sound. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote down... It, her her bones and muscles contort in a really strange and off-putting way. Oh, no. <laughs> As if there's any non-off-putting yeah. way. Um, she also eats dead bugs, pulls her hair out in chunks, and talks in an unnatural voice. Which yeah, but is finals expected. Are yeah, fi- finals are so <laughs> rough, guys. This is normal. <laughs> Who hasn't Who eaten hasn't a bug or two? <laughs> I mean... So... So this movie I saw, I must have seen it when I was like 11, mm-hmm. um, fifth grade, because 2005, fifth grade. So I, there's also this thing in it where like, she wakes up at three o'clock every morning and then like the prop, the, the defense, <laughs> the defense attorney for father Moore starts waking up at three o'clock every morning and it's like, it's half of six and six, six, six. I don't know. It's stupid. It but that's the that's three, the, three, three. Right, but three to four is the witching hour. True. Um, so, so there's the that whole thing. Thinking. So even to this day, if I wake up and it's three o'clock, I'm freaked out. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. And it's just like the bone cracking, all that stuff. And I would be terrified i've always been like afraid of the dark like Mm -hmm. even to this day i use my phone flashlight for everything even if i'm just walking upstairs and the face changing thing i'm terrified that that's gonna happen to me one day like i'm gonna be looking at someone and then they're just gonna go and their face is just (laughs) gonna just gonna completely change yeah but so that the movie itself (laughs) let's hope you don't go schizo because we'll, we'll see um and so that whole thing, like that's just in the movie and it freaked me out so hard. I remember I watched it like in the van when the vans had the DVD player. I was watching was, like, it in the there. Cool yeah. yeah. And Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not a great place for that. No, it's not. Um, and, but so this is all before I found out that it's a true story mm. somewhat. Wait, 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 wait. You were watching it in the van and it's 2011, fifth grade. Where were you going? Like a uh, piano lesson? Like what were you doing? <laughs> we, okay, we were going to, I believe it was Boston for the Junior Solar Sprints race. Oh no, <laughs> this fucking thing. Yes. Did you win that year? No, we won two years before, but we didn't win that one because but, we we had a good idea. Um, our solar car used a spool. Mm-hmm. It was called the Spool of Rock. Okay, that's a good name. <laughs> and um, it wasn't, like, completely fleshed out. It was a great idea. It worked sometimes. It didn't work other times. It did not work on that day. Mm. So that didn't work. But I did watch this movie. Okay. So just made everything better. Mm-hmm. So the true story of this movie is super freaky. And I'm going to tell it to you now. Okay. <laughs> so... In 1969, the summer of love, (laughs) 17-year-old German student Annalise, I think it's Mikkel, but I'm not sure. Um, Annalise Mikkel, Mikkel, Michael, I don't know. Um, Oh, Michelle. I think it's Michelle. In the BuzzFeed video, they they said Michelle, so I'm going to say Michelle. Um, So, Annalise Michelle... 
began experiencing convulsions and was diagnosed with grand mal epilepsy, which sucks, but, you know, people live with it. Yep. Um, then she reported having, quote, devilish hallucinations whilst praying and hearing disembodied voices. Um, she heard knocking noises in her room, which her sisters also heard. So it wasn't, like, in her head. Gotcha. So it could have just been, like, an animal. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what kind of animals are in Germany, but they got some. I don't know. The mole rat? I have no idea. (laughs) Some sort. Um, so, so people around her claimed, get this, that she smelled like burnt feces. How do they know what that smells (laughs) like? Exactly. I don't know, but everyone said the same thing, that she smelled like burnt feces. Like sulfur? No. No, because that's not, I I mean, I wouldn't know what burnt feces smell like, but I don't assume... It's sulfury? I don't know. It would make sense if it was sulfury, but yeah. it's burnt feces. So, uh, in 1973, a court determined that Michelle was depressed and suicidal. By 1975, her parents became convinced that she was not epileptic or depressed, but was rather possessed by demons. Ah, uh, yes. That's yeah. always the answer. Normally. And they're, like, a very religious family, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I know this story because, don't get me wrong, but is this the one who breaks her kneecaps because she's been praying so much? Yep. That fucked And have you up. seen the YouTube videos? I don't think so, but I think... Don't. I think Karen Kilgariff told this story yeah. on My Favorite Murder or mentioned it because I remember the kneecap Yes, thing, the kneecap And I, I had to turn the podcast off. I, was I know. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go into that, too, yuck, so yuck. brace okay. yourself. Um, so her parents stopped consulting doctors and turned to two religious figures, obviously. Um, so Father Arnold Renz and Pastor Ernst Alt, uh, they were tasked with performing exorcisms on, um, Michelle by the, well, the person who gave them this task was the Bishop of Wurzburg. Joseph Stangle. Now, they're Catholic? The, I believe they're Catholic, yes. Weird that they trust the pastor. I know. It's it's not like they're not, not that queer. Catholics don't trust the pastor, but it's just normally you would get a priest, I would think. Yeah, I, I assumed they were both priests before I started re- researching, but they list him as a pastor. Right. So So he get married. Yes, that I, maybe that's he the can't only. He up the pussy. No, he couldn't. It was <laughs> Is it? Too, the draw. <laughs> I'm a Catholic. You'd think I'd know. I really don't know the difference. Other than one can marry. Yep, one can Once get married. Not married to God. Yeah, he couldn't take that commitment. <laughs> so Renz and Alt performed over sixty-seven rituals on Michelle over a period of ten months. <sighs> so less than a year. That poor girl. I know. And during these rituals, Michelle told the priests that she was possessed by demons and spirits, including, but not limited to, Lucifer, Judas, Nero, and Hitler. Hi, Hitler. Hi, Hitler, apparently. I mean, she's, a, she's German. Um, <laughs> I mean, so that was going to haunt you if you Yeah, I guess, I guess that? it's an obvious choice. Obviously. So 42 recordings of these exorcisms exist to this day. Um, and you can find them on good old YouTube. Because who needs privacy? Right? And also, that's, like, I have been 
I've been like going through creepy shit on YouTube and then all of a sudden like this is the next video and it's the recordings of the exorcism and it's truly oh, terrifying. And the pictures of her are in it too and they are deeply unsettling and I think disturbing. I've seen one picture of her, the one where she's like almost to death and it's like yeah. all, you know. And her she eyes gets are so really skinny. sunk yeah. in. Yeah. Because she loses so much weight that. Mm-hmm. It's Ugh. terrible. And then like when I was researching... They have the pictures of her when she was like a healthy, normal high schooler, mm-hmm. and it, the difference is amazing. It's really terrible. So, the two religious officials, Rents and Alt, they documented all of Michelle's strange behavior, which included licking her own urine off the floor, eating spiders, flies, and coal, decapitating a dead bird with her teeth, barking like a dog for two days. Screaming for hours and ripping her clothes off. Um, and some of that is in the movie. Right. But there are also things that could be from e- medical stuff. When medical- your body is so dehydrated and stuff, like urine and stuff like that, mm-hmm. could all also be. Oh, yeah. Better. And also mental illness. Yes, you exactly. Know. Mental illness. Yeah, being totally. starved. Mm-hmm. Um, being, you know, exercised twice a week. Yes, which is... Extreme process. Yeah. So the exorcisms themselves were physically harmful um, to her. The ligaments in her knees ruptured from falling on her knees. They're called genuflections, which I didn't know because I'm a Jew. Um, And she did. She genuflected over six hundred times per exorcism. That's a lot of. It's so much. And it's basically just falling it's, on your yeah, knees. That's your it. Knees. It's right. so the damage I can't imagine. People do it like you see it in like um, it's like when when a mother gets news that her child died. Yeah, and you see them collapse on yeah. their knees. It's it's that motion. It seems it's very like, hard. Maybe it's just just because I wasn't like brought up in it, but it like it seems like. It's one of those like self punishment things. Well, yeah, I mean it, it's it's like a dramatic. Yeah. You know, it's not if if you were to pray right now, you would gently lower yourself to your knees. It's it's yeah. more of like a like um, not so like it's not supposed to hurt you, but it's um, uh, like um. Not excitement. You're like you've heard something so bad, or like yeah, you're panicked or something. You need to just see, get to the ground. I, I feel like like it's um usually supposed to be involuntary. Yes, it is. You know, it is like so. It's just like you're you so caught up in emotion you, yes, and exactly. Yeah, you like do it seventy five. Yeah, times. I've never heard of people doing it like over and over again. For me neither. Yeah. Um. So, she, but when she could no longer perform these genuflections her parents assisted her in carrying out the motions so they would like pick her up and drop her down on her knees um so she also began refusing food and water ultimately stopped eating altogether but no doctors were called to help and neither the of the religious officials or her parents made any attempt to force feed her i think one medical examiner said that if they had begun to force feed her a week before her death, she wouldn't have died. Mm-hmm. So her sister reported that she refused to eat because she believed that fasting would help rid her body of the possession. Well, and at the time... It. Can't feed the demon. Right? Inside, yeah. At the time of her death, she weighed 68 pounds. Jesus 
Which is nothing. Yeah. That's less than nothing. It's, yeah. So Annalise Michelle's official cause of death was malnourishment and dehydration. And it was also noted that at the time of death, she was suffering from pneumonia and a high fever. So she must have just been a complete mess her last few moments. Oh, and her last words were to her mother. Mm -hmm. And they were, Mother, I'm afraid. Jesus I know. And her mother still went along with all of this. So she was buried. This This gets a little weird. She was buried next to her illegitimate sister in an area reserved for illegitimate children and people who died from suicide. So she wasn't even buried in, like, a, you know, like, what, what they would consider a respectful grave. Yeah, like odd. It's very odd. And I wonder why, but no one could tell me why. Um, in February 1978, her body was exhumed. And removed from the cheap coffin that she was buried in and placed in a more substantial one. Mm-hmm. And the reason for the exhumation was that Michelle's parents believed that her body may still be completely intact and not decomposed at all because, because of the demon? Because a Bavarian nun reached out to them and said, I had a vision that your daughter's body is still intact. Okay. Which I don't know if that's like something cultural or lost in translation, but I don't think you could exhume someone here just for that. Right. Well, I guess if you pay for it, like if it's your child and you're paying for it, I guess technically I don't know Mm -hmm. if they could do anything legally about it. I think, they might just have to let you do that. Yeah, I think also the moving her to a better coffin was like the official Yeah, like reason. we're going to give her a better burial. Yeah, so now it's believed by many people that she was schizophrenic mm-hmm. um, or had some other mental disorder, which is far more likely than that she was seriously possessed and all of those exorcisms didn't work. Oh. I mean... You would think if that was really, if she was really possessed, then you can't. Either the devil would have, or the demon would have killed her before then, or, because once the body's, if it was real, let's say it's real, once the body's no use to them, they would leave. So why would they stay in a body knowing that it's just going to, after it gets to the point where it's like, okay. She can't even stand and fall to her knees Mm -hmm. by herself. I'm just going to leave. Well, and in most, um... Most stories about possession, possession is for a reason. Yes. There's an outcome. Like, sometimes possession is, well, we want to use this body to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's just like, oh, we just want to torture this really religious person, which doesn't seem like, seems like a waste of time if you're Lucifer. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. He is a slow, slow year for him. I mean, it, uh, maybe it was. I mean. But, so, she obviously, like... Very quickly on, in these 67 exorcisms, is of no use if you're using her body as a vessel. Yeah. So, I really just think, like, she, she probably had some kind of epilepsy. And they do say that sometimes epilepsy, you can have weird visions while mm-hmm. in the throes of a seizure. 
Um, and she may have like mentioned it to her parents, and her parents just went full yeah, probably just with went it. crazier and crazier yeah. after that. And you know, she just wanted help. And if her parents are saying this is what's going to help you, just go with it, then mm-hmm. she probably was like, uh, "Yeah, I am seeing the devil. Just help me get rid of these shit." Yeah, you know? but they didn't use proper resources. Nope. And it, what also astounded me was that. One of the doctors they went to, because when she was diagnosed with epilepsy, they went to two doctors. And the one of the doctors was like, well, I'm going to refer you to the church, mm-hmm. which is nuts. That is- like, that's the total worst thing. The opposite of what you should do, you know? Right. So I mean, I, it was a different time, but it wasn't that It wasn't that, that long ago. That's 60s? the thing. Late 70s. Which is not that long ago, and they definitely should have been more on their shit. Because mm-hmm. it's not like mental illness didn't exist. Yeah, but still. I, I feel like back like then in it Germany. was... I mean, yeah. <laughs> but back then, I feel like it was more like, let it be anything besides this. Yeah. Because I'd rather my daughter be possessed, possessed by a than, demon than, than God forbid she... Yeah, mental yeah. ill. Which Fucking is a dicks. stupid way to look at yeah. it. I don't like to call things stupid, but that's fucking stupid. stupid. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So that's the movie that That fucked me up. And we've seen a lot of movies, like horror movies together. We have. We have been watching horror movies together for over a decade. Yep. Which I realized today, which is pretty bad. It is. (laughs) And I would say that maybe only two or three movies. You really don't get too, uh, too... You know, freaked out. Yeah, I don't think either of us really do. Yeah, there's not many that I take. I mean, like, some of them scare me in the moment, but there's not many that I, like, go home and think about, like, ooh, that's scary. Exactly. It's not, it, like, that's my bar for if something's scary or not is do I keep thinking about it with anxiety and Mm -hmm. fear? And that's, was maybe the first one that I did. So. And I like I I was racking my brain and watching new movies and stuff yeah, for I know. this you topic. Yeah, you were like, I have a few movies. Yeah, I was like, I, I like I I downloaded some new one. I watched this really weird one on Netflix that I oh, it's called Hellions. It's very weird. strange, very artistic, just weird. Um, but yeah, then I was like, well, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can ever remember is being afraid that people's faces are going to melt off and turn. And if you demonic. remember a detail, like. I didn't have to research the plot of this movie because I know every single part of it because I remember it because it fucked with me (laughs) so hard. Well, yours is like intertwined in like being a kid too. Yes. So, and I did, I thought about yours. I was like, I should rewatch that. Yeah, it's not good. It's not a good movie, but. It's not terrible. Well, <laughs> so the okay, mo- the movie I'm doing yes. is Darkness Falls. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2003. 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Wait, that's 9%? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. But you um, know, in my family, we always say the lower the Rotten Tomato score, the better the movie. <laughs> 34 audience scores. So oh, that's better. Not great. <laughs> not, oh, I mean, it's not great, but it's better. Yes, it's better, but it's not like... um. It's a lot of people are like, it was hard to follow and stuff. Oh, really? And like thinking of the plot, there is so much to it. Mm. Like it could have been simplified and better thought out because there are plot holes and stuff. But as the eight year old watching a tooth fairy, oh God, like demolish children, it was 
terrifying. Yeah. So, so we need to go into this because I don't think a lot of people have seen it. I don't. Yeah. It's not one of those like really publicized. It's, it's like they're about to watch it with their ears. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it starts out. It's the reason it's called Darkness Falls. It's like it's like a little it's a little fun play on words, right? Because she comes out when darkness falls. It's a little pun, well. But also <laughs> in Massachusetts, they live in a town called Darkness, darkness falls, falls, which is just like think of a better name is, for your town. I wonder if it's real. I wonder if it is real. I didn't. I didn't Google that. Though. Google it. But also, like, why? Why have such a depressing name? Um, so basically, it's about this um, this guy named Kyle. He's the main character. And in the opening scene, there's there's like two subplots going on. There's the the witch, I guess, or the tooth fairy, right? Is this woman? I believe her name is Matilda. Yep, it is Matilda Dixon. And in the 1800s, the town thought she was killing children. Mm-hmm. So they fucking killed her. Of course. Because that's what she did with any woman. Even though she wasn't of. killing them. In the end, it yeah. turns out she wasn't killing them. But this is this is the first, now looking back as an adult, this is the first part that made me go, hmm. <laughs> so then she comes back to uh, kill children? Yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, well, seems, I mean, seems odd, but okay. I mean, look at it this way. If you were on death row and then you got out, or you were killed, and then you're like, I'm going to come back and actually kill some children, because I never actually got to kill anyone. Well, I would I would probably kill, like, adults who thought oh, yeah. I was killing children. Definitely. See, the children is a weird choice, I think. Yeah. You know, like, oh, no, I didn't kill the children, and then you, now you're coming now back I'm to kill, kill the children. Now I'm going to kill the children. So that's good. Um, <laughs> Take it out on the kids who had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> um, so, but, so she comes back, right? That's the first part of the story second part is this kid Kyle we see him first as a child and he's in the room and he like he loses his last baby tooth even though he's like he's kind of old he's like he's old enough to have a crush on a girl so I think he's like 11 12 oh really yeah that old yeah he's like pretty old Mm -hmm. so um, but he loses his last baby tooth, which is obviously a big deal because he's, you know, like a hundred. So he's like a hundred. <laughs> so if you can like girls, you're a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who likes girls? Um, now this is the part where I probably should have rewatched the movie, but I, for some reason he's supposed to go out, but he doesn't or something like that. And mm-hmm. he's in his room. And how old is he? Is it, is it, he's still, the yeah, same he's age? still the same age, okay. but like the girl, I remember he has a crush on a girl because he like he like kisses her or something and then she's like come out and he doesn't or whatever Mm -hmm. so he's but he hears the story of this woman matilda the tooth fairy Mm -hmm. and the the legend is is when you lose your last baby tooth the tooth fairy comes and she kills you but then there would be no children so the thing is is she can't go into the light she doesn't like the light so if the lights are on she doesn't kill you and then she never comes for you again Mm because now you're an adult she doesn't kill okay because that's like your last step into into adulthood yeah in her mind not not virginity (laughs) not paying the bills college nope none of that if we're paying bills we would all be dead because (laughs) not like uh calling the doctor's office on your own nope nope baby tooth only so so uh so she comes obviously yeah for him for him and 
at first he like he has this flashlight and it starts going out and I remember this scene so vividly he's he puts the covers over his head and I remember thinking fuck that's what I would do and in like in the eighth grade brain mm. or eighth eight year old brain of me I was like ah fuck yep so and he has this flashlight and it starts coming out and he yells for mm. his mom he's like mom 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 and she she he runs into the hallway which is lit up and he's yeah. banging on his mom's door and he sees her briefly, this Matilda woman. He's like, she's like on his ceiling. And is she t- scary? She has a white mask on. That's Pure weird. white mask. You can't see her face. And then like everything else just looks kind of black. Like yeah. you can't really see her body. And so the mom walks into the room and she kills her. But like <laughs> destroys the mom. I remember there was so much blood. I was just like, but I thought she couldn't kill adults. No, she can. She just doesn't want to. Oh, she only wants to kill kids. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, no. She fucking kills adults. But yeah. she doesn't go after adults anymore. Okay. She doesn't have, like, that. But if like they that. happen to get in the way. But, if she, yeah. If they get in the way, then she will fucking end yes. you. But, so, so, and then he gets taken away. You know what? I think he's 13. He gets taken away. Okay. And put into juvie because they think... Or, no, not in juvie, but he, like, goes to a psychiatric home. Because either he either killed he killed mom. her... Or he saw someone kill her. So yeah. either way, he needs to be in this home. And then he gets out when he's older. And he has... <clears throat> let me read this big scientific thing. Nectophobia. What's that? Which is the fear of dark. Which is... It's specifically... I thought it was a fear of nectos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's there's a few different fears of the dark. But this is when your brain disfig- it has a disfigured perception of what could happen in the oh, dark. No. I also had this. Yeah. I, I went to my therapist today, right? <laughs> I had therapy today. But I was talking to her about this. Yeah. And we spoke about it. And she's like, you also have that. Not because someone tried to kill my mother in the dark. Yeah. But other things. So stuff happens in, like, in so the dark or in, in the dusk. In the dark, shit can get you that they, that can't get that you can't, in the light. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's I think I also have a little bit of that. And it's it's not only that, but it's it's you thinking that not so much it's like me being like um oh the dark's where murderers are where it's like you're just as likely to get like yeah. if I turn on a light it's not going to stop anything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or like or oh now that it's dark something's going to hurt me yeah. even though it's because if you've been hurt in the like a like a bad car accident mm-hmm. that was in the dark or like if God forbid, thank God it's never happened to me, but like if you were like molested in the dark yeah. or something, you get this anxiety over the dark, even though nothing's gonna happen to mm-hmm. you, probably. Even though nothing's there, you could be totally alone. Yeah. That something's gonna happen and you can't control mm-hmm. it. I have that. Yeah. So because my dad's a fucktard, but um so he he has this, and yeah. they think he just has this bad anxiety because his mother died and it was dark. Yeah, they're not and like, oh yeah, you're right. The tooth fairy's coming to get you. <laughs> well, and like, do they think he he did it? So I yes. Well, at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, they think I, he did. I think so. From what I remember, he's handcuffed and put in the police car. Uh uh-uh. But they never know. I think I'm pretty like sure they, they can't, can't prove, prove it. it. Yeah. Um, but he has, like, her blood on her and stuff like that. So, because when she dies, blood goes, like, <gasps> everywhere. Ooh. Like, I don't know how she kills these people, but it looked like she literally ripped the mother apart. Like, and she was... So, like, but you saw her attack the mother? You saw you her... You see her, like, fly at yeah, her Yeah, you see her, like, fly at her, okay. and then it's just blood everywhere. Ooh. 
So he, when we see Kyle as an adult, he has, I mean, what I think is a brilliant idea. <laughs> Thousands of flashlights <laughs> all over the floor. He's got backup lights and batteries. Lights on the outside. He's got batteries and yeah. all this stuff. Right? He's got lights on and TVs and everything. Yeah. Everything's on. Um, and everyone thinks he's just too, he's like he's an anxious, too, crazy person. Yeah. But Kyle comes back into town when his crush from childhood, um, her name is Caitlin. Caitlin. Kyle and Caitlin. Yep. Caitlin's little brother, Michael, starts being stalked by the tooth fairy. No. <laughs> Why because, is she stalking kids? Doesn't she well, have anything no, because, better to do? Because if you if you turn the light on and she misses your chance, but if she sees you, okay, so that's what it is. Sorry, I forgot. Ooh. Big big point. <laughs> if she if you see her, mm-hmm. she has to kill you. So she that's why Kyle. See, normally had Kyle not seen her and he just like slept with the lights yeah. on or whatever, then she would have just given up. So there was no reason for Kyle to... But Kyle has to have the flashlights because, on because the moment they go out, she will come after him. Uh-oh, because she's Because he... And he they, saw her. There was a moment in the movie, in the first scene, yeah. where they literally are looking face-to-face. Oh, no. Yeah, and that's when he runs out of the room. Yeah. So oh. this little brother, Michael, mm-hmm. has seen her somehow. Uh-oh. And, and now Caitlin's like, come... T- like, Kyle, you need to help him, whatever. Kyle comes and talks to Michael. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin, and Caitlin believes his story all of a sudden. She's mm-hmm. like, this is fucking happening. And they decide, like, we gotta end this shit. So wait, I have a question. Okay. Why doesn't he move to a different town? He did. He came back. Okay. To, but yes. So she could still get him in a different town. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, so it's yes. not town specific once no. she sees you or yeah, once you she see her. You. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't attack, from what I can tell, it's just a legend in the town. So she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She only attacks people in that town. Okay. But because Kyle has seen her. Also, though, I don't think Kyle, like, all throughout the Institute and everything, he's always had lights on. He's never been in a room alone. Yeah. Since he was younger. Okay. So. That's good. Um, so, it's an hour and 26 minutes. I, don't, I wrote that down. Yeah. That was important. <laughs> so um, was that movie I was telling you about Mungo Lake? Or Lake watch Mungo. It. We should watch it. Yeah, we this. could. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, let's see. 9% went through that. 9%. Where, <laughs> um, That'll be the title of this episode. 9%. 9%. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, yes. So, Lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, he, I wasn't at Lighthouse, but that's... No, he comes back um, and he, she believes his story. Yes. So, of course, though, this fucking bitch gets her way all the time. <laughs> so, fucking Matilda. Um, a storm comes... Knocks out all the of lights. Course. My first thought, even as an eight-year-old, was bullshit. This hospital's got to have generators. Yeah. Nope. He should have a generator. Right. This right. guy out of everyone should have right. a generator. Well, so they're like, they, her, like, townspeople start dying because no one's listening to Kyle. Yeah. Kyle's like, get in the fucking light, get a flashlight, mm-hmm. get a phone, get anything. People start dying. And then all of a sudden, people start believing Kyle. They're like, oh my God, this is real. There's a tooth fairy out to get us. So, Kyle takes Michael and Caitlin and they go to the lighthouse because the lighthouse constantly works. Yeah. So, it's and it's Maine. Yeah, well, it's Maine. <laughs> so, there's like fucking lighthouses. So many like lighthouses. there's Arby's over here. <laughs> but, so, 
uh, so they're in the lighthouse, and this is where all the shit goes down. For one, oh, wow. there's a bunch of there's a bunch of people in the lighthouse, and I can't remember what they are. I think they're like like medical people, like they call for help. Yeah, and they come. They all, all every one die. of them, every single person there dies. But Kyle, so spoiler alert, Kyle kills the tooth fairy in the Ooh. end, and Kyle lives, and but Caitlin how? lives, and he. So he eventually knocks her mask off, mm-hmm. and you see her face, and it's all like this terrible, decrepit face. Mm-hmm. And he then he he catches a flame from the lighthouse, like from mm-hmm. a torch or something, and burns her, and she burns, and she okay. dies. Um, so, that, yep, Lighthouse, I should have written this better, but, yeah, where Kyle kills her with fire. Okay. Okay. So, that's what happens, and, uh, I would say this is the second movie that scared me so much, but, before we get to that, this movie scared me so much that, for the rest of my life as a child, I slept with the door open and the hall light on. Really? Because I needed the light on. Uh-huh. And the TV. Even if my mom was like, you can't watch TV, I would make her turn to a channel I wasn't going to watch, news, whatever, yeah. even that blue screen back in the day when, yeah. you know, like, channel three, and just mute it mm-hmm. because I needed to have the light. Right? Yeah. And my brothers fucking hate you, Chris. He probably will never listen to this. My <laughs> no, family never. doesn't support anything. <laughs> but if he ever did, fuck you. He would turn the lights off and run zigzag through the hallway, so all I'd see was a black shadow running. Oh my god! I <laughs> I have no joke wet myself because I was so afraid. But had had you lost your last baby tooth by this point? No, I was oh, eight. Okay, so, so yeah, you still had some to go. So I was like, so I tried to tell myself logically. I was like, I haven't lost my last baby tooth. She's not coming for me. No, not yet. Not yet. But I was eight, so I was like, but yeah. I saw her in the movie because mm-hmm. you're fucking eight. You don't. You're yeah. not like it's an actress. Whatever. So I was terrified. One time, more than once, my brother would lock me in the closet. But like during the day, there's enough like a light kind of coming to in to come through the yeah. closet. But oh no! One time he locked me, and it was nighttime, and he was on drugs, and he forgot about me. No. And I'm in the closet, and it's getting darker. And darker and darker. And all of a sudden it's nighttime and I'm in a closet. I punched my way into my mother's closet on the other side. Oh no. Because I was so afraid that the tooth fairy was coming to get me. Yeah. I could not sleep last night. I told you. I had to put on, I put on Bob's Burgers on my laptop and I put on, I have those like fairy lights or whatever. Yeah. Like from $3 in the Target spot. I have them all around my room. I Mm -hmm. stuck them all on. And I put on Bob's Burger on my laptop, and that's how I fell up. I woke up to Bob's Burgers this morning. Oh that's gosh. how I fell asleep. I could not do it yeah. thinking about this movie. Nine fucking percent. Yeah. Nine, but it scared nine the shit out of me so much that I can't maybe sleep people, to this day. Maybe people are just bitter, and that's why yeah. they can't. I mean, to this day, it scares the crap yeah. out of me. And in 1999, the Don't, uh, Don't Look Under the Bed movie mm-hmm. came out. And that has an element of, like... Being afraid of the dark, like that used yeah. to spook me a little bit, mm-hmm. like under the bed kind of shit. But in this movie, there's one aspect where like something happens with the bed. So mm-hmm. like there was just so many things going on. So I I looked it up though, right? That's the end mm-hmm. of that story. Scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> and if anyone, 
if I hear one person is like, it's not that scary, me, 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 I will come to your house. <laughs> I'm going to put on a white mask and hide in your fucking closet. And when it, all the lights are out, I'm popping out at you because fuck you if you don't think that's scary. So, but I looked it up and I wrote, I was supposed to write, truth to the story, none. What I wrote was, truth to the story, no, no. <laughs> no, no. My hand was like, be a little sassy with it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but so the closest to the truth, I like to this story, would be medieval Europe. Mm-hmm. They believed that if a witch took your tooth, they could control your body. So they would actually burn the teeth, which I was that like. That doesn't really work that well. Right. But, but in my mind, I was like. I should have fucking burned my teeth <laughs> as I was a kid because then I would have been like, she's not fucking yeah. gay. You know, it actually, the amount of relief I felt after losing my last baby tooth oh, I bet it was and tremendous. waking up yeah. the next day alive, I was like, she's not going to get me. <laughs> but I had so many nightmares that I was like, well, what if I saw her and didn't think that yeah. I saw her? I thought I was dreaming, but I really saw her and now she's out to get me. <laughs> Always on. I had this cute little princess TV too, so... Back in the day, they had this pink set, and it was like a music box. You'd press a button, and the music box would op- mm-hmm. open up, and you could put your CDs in yeah. and play the CDs. And they also had a matching TV. Mm-hmm. I had both of them mm-hmm. because I'm from a Fancy. divorced family, so I got whatever <laughs> I wanted. And so that was on all the time. I was just like, I can't fucking do it. Yeah. And uh, and I also I I would make my mom like Olive, don't start, dog. <laughs> the dog is coming over. Yeah. Uh, do you want pets? <laughs> I would also make her strategically like, like when we would move my bed around, I'd be like, I need to be to this day. I need to have, to have two walls, like a wall behind me and a wall next to me. Yeah. So that if someone's coming at me, it's only from one place. Like I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see my doors and my windows. Anyway. So there's that legend. Also this other one in England, they believed that if you didn't burn the teeth, another Uh-oh. burning of teeth. Um, then you would wander the earth when you died what? as a ghost searching for your baby teeth. That, that's not something why? to wander the earth Yeah, I was like, why is your uh, souls in your baby teeth? There, there would be so many ghosts. I know. So, and then I, just fear of the dark, right? The nyctophobia that I said before. Um, it usually, it's, it's weird. It makes people, instead of a fear of like, like when you're like ah, like on a on a roller coaster or something, and you're screaming. Yeah. It's not so much that it's it's the anxiety because your brain's thinking of everything that's gonna happen. Not only what's gonna happen, but how you're gonna fight it off. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in us from back in the day when we didn't have any light, and we lived in the woods and in houses mm-hmm. that didn't have locks and yeah. stuff like that, where animals roamed and stuff like that. So it's actually a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. But if you have too much of it, that's when it becomes nectophobia. Yeah. And 11% of adults in the United States have it. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be afraid if you have it because you're just you're one of the 11%. You're nothing special. Nope. So. You're fairly normal. You're, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Ugh. So that's that. Yeah. That was that story. Lots of scary movies. Yeah. <laughs> fucked me up for good. I know. I saw a short scary movie on youtube Mm. when i was researching stuff for this and i'm definitely gonna have to show it to you now because it's really freaky it's called the smiling man sounds like and it's awesome but terrifying it's like um 
you know the the movie which movie uh, there was a crooked man who brought a crooked house yeah uh, and, and had a crooked cat and they all lived together in the little crooked house so that is actually it, it wasn't made for that movie if anyone didn't know that it's actually a children's poem very famous one that my grandmother used to say to me when I was little. Oh, gosh. So when it came out in the movie, mm-hmm. I internally freaked the fuck out. <laughs> because in the movie, if no one's seen it, it's... it's uh, Which movie is that? It's the... Not Annabelle, but The Conjuring 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a crooked man. And, yes. And, and they all the lived... The old guy yes. in the chair. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And it's like this big shadow that's like mm-hmm. haunting towards her. And in the book, it's, it's in a... It's a poem in a book, mm-hmm. um, at least the one that my grandma used to read. There was like this big crooked man, and he had a crooked, and it was really old. So like all mm-hmm. the imagery was old, and it just would remind me of that. Good lord, that freaked, that scene enough almost made me pick the fucking movie because I was like, because <laughs> it's a really creepy poem yeah. if you think about it. And like he bought a crooked, uh, he brought a crooked bike with his crooked six of pence, and they had a crooked cat, and they all lived together in the oh little crooked gosh. house. I think is how the end goes, and yeah. it's just like. Words I didn't even fucking know, but when I was a kid, I was like, ah, it all yeah, rhymes, cool. and then he's crooked. Yeah. I want to be crooked. Oh, that's weird. Yep. And then for, for our intro music, I almost, like, recorded a cover of, um, you know, the Hearst song? No. Don't laugh when a hearse goes by, or you may be the next to die. Oh, jeez. Like, no. It's really, really creepy. And I might still do it just for the fuck of it. Yeah. But it's terrifying. Jesus and Christ. it reminds me of the crooked man. Yeah. Thing. It's like this is at least is this is for children. Yeah. And here it is. And it's also the daycare I work at, there's also a book of poems. Oh gosh. like like a little kid's cardboard book. Yeah. And it has it in there. And every time I'm like skipping, skipping that mm-hmm. one. Because it's, it's creepy. Yeah, it's so creepy. And like, yet kids enjoy this shit. They really do. That explains us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So those are our scary movies. Those are it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you fucking... Don't you judge us? <laughs> no judgment. This is a judgment-free zone. You know? 9%, but 34 audience, okay? <laughs> There's a, a massive difference there. Yeah. Yep. There is. So there's something to this. There's something... Nine percent. You know, nine, nine. Fuck it. <laughs> All I think of is Kim Possible, where Ron's like, "You have nine daughters," and he's like, "No, nine means none." <laughs> <laughs> Great scene. Everybody Google it. It happened. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for this that's week. It. And next week we'll have a totally different topic. Yep, as always. Still about horror. Of course. Or something weird or true crime or paranormal. Because that's what we do. Yep. Okay. It's my only fucking relief. No. (laughs) From this cruel world. It's cruel, cruel world. (laughs) Okay, well. Okay. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Bye. Bye.